Sibilance. Jen, standard, standard stuff. You keep an eye and I keep an eye. Everyone keeps an eye. Everyone keep an eye. I keep so. no eyes. A brawl is surely brewing. And begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. And today's episode is all about disaster movies. And we have a very special guest today. The one, the only, he's my brother. You know him, you love him. John Starkey. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's that movie voice. Yes. Uh, we wanted to have John on because I, when I think of, you know, my friends who might watch a lot of different movies, I, I, John is one of the first people that comes to mind. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, I mean, and you, you've seen a lot, a lot of movies. I'm a movie lover. You're Absolutely. a movie lover. Absolutely. And I feel like there are oftentimes, sometimes around like Thanksgiving or something like that, where we get into conversations about disaster movies. I don't know why. Because there's nothing better to talk about at Thanksgiving than disasters. <laughs> than disasters. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> than disasters in general. I was so thrilled when I found out you love disaster movies. I do. I love them. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting genre, though. It's not something you find in like Netflix or iTunes as a top Category. line. It's not. It's not drama fiction. Disaster fantasy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. So when you first said it, I was like, mm, "What do you mean?" But, that's what's so great that's a good about question. it. What do we mean? Mm-hmm. And we did not set any par- <laughs> we did not set any parameters for this. And I'm starting to think that that was maybe an oopsie. I'm starting to think maybe we should have been. No, you're shaking your head. No, like, I think you interpret it however you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. There okay. is a Wikipedia page for it. I will say that. I don't know if yeah, you guys went I deep. Saw on it. That. Did you? What did it say? Anything <laughs> noteworthy? That no, it said this is the blah blah blah. It's a genre, and here's 200 movies that fall into that. Holy category. smokes! Okay, well, and that's the problem that I ran into. I ended up making, now I'm only going to share my five, but as per usual, I ended up making three different lists. <sighs> I'm going to read you my style, my genre. I've got my space disaster list. Yep, I did this. Then time. I have my natural disaster list. Yep. Then I have my action advan- uh, disaster list. Mm. That's like an event or maybe uh, it's a movie where there is a disaster, but the disaster isn't the focal point. It's more about the What about a events. movie like Rampage? I would call that action disaster. That would fall into my action disaster. <laughs> but it's also a natural disaster because it involves a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not a natural <laughs> monkey. It's an unnatural monkey. <laughs> and then I also thought, okay. here, and then here was my other thing. I, at least to make it into my top five, I wanted the disaster to be the main subject mm. versus a movie where maybe there's something bad that has happened and now the circumstances there's a different story within a disaster like i don't want to watch a love story that takes place in a world that's post-apocalyptic because the disaster has already happened i see i didn't i didn't qualify those for instance i'm thinking of a movie like snowpiercer which i'll just plug real quick incredible movie with my boy chris evans (laughs) are you farting farting. (laughs) i love snowpiercer and it takes place post-apocalyptic world Mm mm-hmm but the object is to get to the front of the train. Anyway, that, I didn't count that as a disaster movie. I counted that as like a... Yeah, it's in the list not. of disaster movies. Actually. Is it? Yeah, is yeah. it? Okay, well. You can, your list can be whatever you want it to be. Okay, okay. Be who you are. Be who you are. Let's, let's start us off. Then I will start us off. My number five, Sunshine. Son of a bitch. <laughs> It's on my list. It's on your list. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Is, yeah, dude. I love Sunshine. We and I think we've watched Sunshine yeah, I, together. I forced you to watch it. I've I've probably seen that movie. I said to Jen probably four or five times. I watched it last night. 
because I hadn't seen it. We rewatched. I was I was thinking to myself, this is so good. It was great. Yeah. Did you think so? I thought it was great, but it didn't involve anything that I like about disaster movies. I need to see something like disastrous happen to the earth in order for it to qualify for me. Absolutely. Okay. I'll agree with that. I was a little bummed that. that the disaster is kind of the the side piece. It's kind of the backstory to the movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I was bummed that I didn't get to see anything. Yeah. Okay. Except for the I sun rising. Except for the sun rising. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it's just really it's a that's really your number 5. That's my number 5. Thanks. That's higher on my list, bro. Yeah, I, I, it's a super artsy movie. I think yep. the actors are amazing. Also, my boy Chris Evans is in that, too. <laughs> yep, it's and a Danny Boyle movie. Danny Boyle, yeah. Train no Spotting, Slumdog Millionaire. And the, oh. and the soundtrack to that, it's got that one song that yeah, yeah, is yeah. now in every mo- uh, movie the, trailer. I can't remember the name right now, but the person who did the soundtrack is a very famous person. Oh, is it, uh, uh, is it I mean, Hans Zimmer? No. no. Okay. No, no, I'm embarrassed, but it's a, it's a famous, it's a musician person, not a soundtrack movie person. Mm. Okay, okay. It's a beautiful soundtrack, though. Yeah. Oh, the counter, there's, in the, the main theme, the counterpoint is incredible. Absolutely. It's like the high strings are going up, the cellos are going, oh, it's so good. I liked the, the, the way they got into the details of how space works in that movie. That's what really drew me in initially. Yeah. The science fiction part of it is fantastic, but the part about what it takes to be in space and how cold space is and just the details about the physics and the reality of space really drew me into that movie. Super interesting. Uh, and for anyone thinking about seeing Sunshine, which you totally should, just know that the third act is a little different. If you don't like horror movies, yeah, it you might not like Sunshine. absolutely evolves into some, some horror. It's got some horror elements. But doesn't every good disaster movie yeah. yep. have a little bit of horror? Yep. Maybe so. Yeah. 2007. So that's a 12-year-old movie. Oh, yeah. It takes place in 2056, so not too far in the future as far as the movie is concerned. Ooh, we mm. screwed up. <laughs> did we or did the sun? Hi yo. I don't know. Because yeah, yeah. that's not our fault that no, the sun was but, dying. No, you know what? They don't explain that. I mean, maybe it's like, oh no, they do say the sun is dying, don't they? It's I the opening so. of the movie. Yeah, okay. I was thinking like maybe we just couldn't get enough energy. Like maybe we poisoned the sky or something. What was that place for you? It was like two or one for me. I, okay. I didn't place mine initially, so okay. I would be doing it on the fly. But that's that's really high on my list of great movies because the soundtrack is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the pace of the movie. Because it doesn't move, it moves kind of slow. It's very lethargic. Yes. The the sequences that happen where, let's say somebody dies or something new happens in the movie, it's really slow. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It really takes its time. It allows me to get into the emotion of the movie. I really appreciated that part of the movie. It definitely takes its yeah. time yeah, in yeah. a great way. And I and um. I knew all the actors, and I was surprised, especially by the, I don't know if he's the lead actor, the guy who's yeah. on the poster for the movie. And he's got the eyes. Mm. He's got yeah, those yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. eyes. Those eyes. Gosh. I was surprised by his performance. I wanted to not like him, and at the end of the movie, I was like, I like this guy. He's pretty good. I kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love, I can't even think of his name. But Cillian. His name yep, is Cillian? Yep. That's his last name, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something. There's something a Cillian, Cillian in there okay. somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. A C? Do you know? With a C. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Great movie. Great freaking movie. All right. Great movie. Your number five? My number five is going to be a junkie junks. Um, <laughs> the movie 2012. Oh, Yo, nice. I love that movie. It is didn't that make my anybody's list, list? That um, It, it wanted ma- to. Honorable mention. It made my top five natural disasters list. Okay. <laughs> it would have but been it, my number six. The reason it didn't make my list, I'll just say this, yeah, was yeah. because it relied, it was almost, it relied almost too much 
on the amazing wow factor. Absolutely. That's why it's which great. Is why, which is why I chose it, because for me, it was one of the first blockbuster movies that did special visual effects, CGI, whatever you want to call it, really well. Yeah. It did it well enough where I was like, oh, shit, that's actually happening. That, it looks like this... Yeah. Like how that might look. And it's 10 years old now. That's 2009. Yeah. I do remember so watching good. it going, oh my gosh. By Roland Emmerich, the guy who did Independence Day. So a guy who's, oh, known, yeah, yeah, right. a guy who's known to do big blockbuster movies. I, I'm going to say this about it though. So <laughs> the plot, the acting, all that stuff. Yeah, it's Masamino. Kind of horse poop. It's questionable. Yeah, it is but, horse poop. That's why. But I think it, even, <laughs> even the plot, I mean, there's some good stuff that towards the end of the movie, it gets better for me in terms of how the plot twists a little or how the plot um, concludes. But the acting and the plot weren't the reason that I put it on my list as number five. It was strictly, almost strictly, because the visual effects, the just just to watch the movie to be in awe of the experience yeah. was the first time for me that a blockbuster movie had real enough uh, CGI where I was captivated, where I was like, oh, shit, that's what it looks like if the whole countryside rumbles up and yeah. Yeah. everything yeah. bubbles I up. Agree. And it was, I was like, oh, snap. It was really, it was fun to watch. <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah, the two things I like about that movie are when mm-hmm. they say ships, you immediately think spaceships, yep. but they're actually real ships. <laughs> love that. Oh, yes. Oh, at the very end. Yes. And... I love that they that save the animals. They're like airlifting the giraffes out. And I'm just like, okay, humanity's not lost. Like yep. we're still trying to save, save the animals. others than just ourselves. I forgot about that. That's nice. That's that made nice me cry. Touch. It did? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Anytime an animal is on screen, no matter what they're doing. <laughs> did it make your list? No, it would have been my number six. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Probably would have been my number eight. Okay. <laughs> Very specific. I get super specific wow. here. My number five is the Jake Gyllenhaal classic, <laughs> The Day After Tomorrow, released in 2004. <laughs> and the tagline is, where will you be the day after tomorrow? <laughs> this is I love that the tagline mentions. is essentially the name of the movie. This yeah. is around the same time, is it not? I believe it's around within 2004. a couple years. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's early. So, before, so it's yeah. just a little bit beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis Quaid yep. is our main hero. He's the dad, and he's a climatologist. And in typical disaster movie fashion, he figures out what's happening, and no one believes him. I watched, <laughs> that's true. That's so a I watched the trailers for all of these movies, which was hilarious, because some of mine take place in the 90s. And... He's like shouting at the vice president. He goes, you know, this is a mistake. And he's just like walking away and he kind of looks like he's supposed to be like Dick Cheney or something. That's funny. It's pretty funny. Um, So there's two things that are great about this movie. The tidal wave that engulfs New York City. Yep. And like takes out or like the Statue of Liberty ends up frozen in the ocean, which is amazing. And as I mentioned before, all good disaster movies have a slight horror element. And the creepy ship comes in. Yep. They need to go out there to get medicine because Jake Gyllenhaal like, hurt his leg. Or somebody hurt their leg. Yep, yep. Something happened. Oh, the girl, maybe. Yeah, somebody did um, something. And there's like, wolves on wolves the ship, on of the course. Ship. Because yep. That was a great, that was a great sequence. Be? Great yeah. sequence. Yeah. So good. And also, favorite part about disaster movies is whenever there's a child of like a climatologist or a volcano expert they just know things about that field he's like oh my dad would tell me that we need to stay warm and we need to go do this and like the fires <laughs> like, yeah my dad's an accountant that doesn't mean i know anything about accounting <laughs> it's just i well love said. that it's yeah. so fun yeah that feels like that is in i'm gonna make a prediction because i feel like that movie is in i guess what i would call 
some of the golden age of disaster movies. Oh, absolutely. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Which which has like Volcano, Dante's Peak, yep. Twister, these Those kinds of movies. Older, and yeah, yeah exactly. They're they're a little bit older. And so I'm thinking that we're going to see some of these old classics be remade. Not be remade. I'm just on your list. If that's number 5. You know what I would want? Hmm. I want Dante's Peak 2 <laughs> where Pierce Brosnan comes back. It's blown up again. again. <laughs> Okay, my number four, and I don't think anyone's going to have this, is Your Name. Nope. No. Your Name. So Your Name is, uh, I think it's the most popular anime of all time. Most popular anime movie. Mm. It, the visuals are really stunning if you watch anime <laughs> uh, movies. And the music is fantastic. Uh, there's some interesting body switching that goes on so what it's like to live in another person's body which is pretty funny uh so it's 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 both a movie of self-discovery but there's also a disaster that's taking place that they are trying to avoid hmm. it's called okay. your way it's called uh, your name your name excuse me your name yeah it's these two people that switch bodies and they they're trying to find like freaky friday it's like freaky friday but if the two <laughs> people didn't know each other oh it's newer it's oh that's even weirder yes and one of the and one of the people knows that something bad is going to happen mm. what's going to happen you'll just have to see your name well, no that's not what this is about <laughs> no it's a i'm trying to remember i think it's a meteor is going to crash oh and destroy uh the other character's village oh cool so yeah all right interesting your name it's my number four great not seen that movie. Yeah. What's your number oh, four? Oh, it's mine? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> my number four is The Abyss. Oh. The Abyss? I don't even know what that is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. This is a James Cameron movie from 1989. Oh, you know it. Mm-hmm. You're nodding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long movie. Oh, it's a great movie, you guys. It's a great movie. Um, and the reason I chose it is because it has, it has the, the human alien aspect to it. But it also has the there's trouble with humanity vibe to it. It's not a it's not a straight disaster movie in terms of a meteor is going to hit the earth and what you know it's not mm-hmm. it's not a, one of those type of movies. But the acting is great. Um, James Cameron does a fantastic job. But um, it's it's an underwater movie, which is another thing that's really interesting Ooh. about the movie. So the, the general plot is is that there are a team of people who are underwater. Miners or drillers who are who are doing work deep underwater where you can't hop out in the scuba gear. You got to get in the you got to get in an underwater vessel. Hmm. And there's there's some there's some Russian submarine <laughs> stuff going on. There's Russian some, intrigue. Yeah, Russian intrigue. There's some what's going on below. There's some weird like science fiction stuff say, going on the deep Meg in the down water. There? The Meg is down there. Megalodon. It's not the Meg, <laughs> which I did watch a couple weeks ago. I'm sure it was amazing. Yeah, no good. <laughs> I liked it. Did you? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad science fun. It's bad science gone so bad that it's good. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like can't it's be so good bad. It's good. Yep. So bad. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And that dude is fun to watch talking like he's oh, gonna yeah. fucking do something. Excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, here's here. This isn't a, a super spoiler, but. There's something in there where they they need to go really, really deep, deeper than you can go, and they're trying to figure out how to do it because you can't do it with scuba gear and you can't do it with one of these vessels, and so they use liquid oxygen. It's the first time I've ever seen this in a movie. Mm. And so they try to get somebody to 
breathe liquid oxygen. And just the whole idea of that was really fascinating to me. Hmm. Like you ingest liquid and it, and it, you know, gets in your lungs and gets in your everything. Yeah. And you're able to breathe, even though it's more difficult. It's, it's like having an elephant standing on your chest. It's, huh. it's viable and it, it, it was believable enough for me to, to follow along. It's just good enough science. <laughs> cool. That's my number four. My number four is San Andreas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. And it's basically the exact same movie as The Day After Tomorrow, including their tagline, which is, where will you be when everything falls apart? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> and the only thing, I mean, it's like the weather is nicer in San Andreas, <laughs> and like everything is bigger, basically, including yes. Dwayne Johnson. I consider San um, Andreas to be the pinnacle of natural disaster movies. Really? In terms the of pinnacle, it, I would say the mm. pinnacle of natural disaster movies. Like it fits in with the day after tomorrow, but it's the it's the zenith of those types of movies mm. for me personally. It's my number okay. three. Okay. Yeah, well, the science oh, is, is pretty bad in this one. Paul Giamatti plays the the Not seismologist right. that once again no one takes him seriously. Yeah, um, and he's at the Hoover Dam when there's the big earthquake. Yeah, and it, the Hoover Dam breaks apart, and that's a pretty cool scene. Yep, watching the you know I like I like rushing water apparently. <laughs> Um, let's see. You can actually see Daddario drown, which is super creepy. It's super creepy. What's her first name? Alexandra. Just, Alexandra. Yeah. Yeah. Another person with piercing blue eyes. She has piercing eyes. Yep. Wow. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. So I was watching the trailer and it's like, there's this really creepy version of California Dreamin' playing in the background and you're watching just like an earthquake, like ricocheted through Los Angeles and it's like actual art. The way that it's like rolling and you can yeah. see all of like the electrical fires and explosions starting. Yep. It's super cool. Oh, it's so cool. It's such a large scale movie. Yes. And there's going to be a San Andreas 2. Which is oh. awesome. Really? Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. The first, <laughs> the first one was just the, what is that called when you just get the first? The fault? Yeah. Or it's the like first wave? The first wave of a, like an earthquake. It's, you know, the larger one is coming next. Oh, sure. Yeah. The, first, the first shock wave. The first yeah. shock wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Paul Giamatti, like, alludes to it that the first one is just West Coast. Oh. But the second one can ricochet all the way across the country and hit the East Coast. Uh-oh. So let's see what Dwayne can cook up this time. It's like, and Dwayne is so charismatic. What a charismatic Absolutely. hero. Yeah, oh, he's, he's so fun to watch. Well, and in terms of special effects, it takes uh, 2012 to another level. Yeah, exactly. Meaning it's it, it has that uh, large, like you were just saying, that large scale bad things are happening, but it does it on a more detailed and better level than 2012 did. Yep. Yeah, and the yeah, stunts was, are cooler. It was really good in that well. The stunts like are cool. When cooler. he saves his ex wife from that rooftop. Oh, that's right. From oh, the top yeah, of the that's she a like great scene. jumps and like yep. grabs on the <laughs> helicopter that he somehow got a hold of. Yeah, it's just. The- <laughs> It's the right and mix. And knows how to fly. It's the right mix of good science and bad science. Yeah. yeah, it's just fun. It's just pure fun. Good old fashioned. fun. You guys like the the rock, don't you? I love. Yeah, yeah I do love the rock. rock yeah. Fans. yeah, big yeah, rock yeah. fans. Big fan. Big fan over here. Cool. Well, that's right. my number three. Was San Andreas? Was San Andreas? Any other info mm-hmm. you'd like to share? No, I think you covered it pretty well. Okay, cool. John. Well, on- honestly, my number three would have been Sunshine. Oh, okay. Because my, my next two are my top two. Okay. So, so we can just skip okay. through me. My number three is Cloverfield. Oh, oh the original. The original. Cloverfield. Okay, so I... That, that was a surprising. Yeah. That's that my number four on my action disaster list. 
but it doesn't count. I need to have something that wasn't on anyone's list. Okay. So this is going to be it. Um, I was watching the trailer. Hold on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what the tagline is. Something <laughs> has found us. I love that you got Space, all the taglines. Space, something? Yeah, something. It's right. not something. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is JJ, right? It Our is boy JJ. JJ. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. This is earlier JJ then. So it's very much like, and it was in 2007, so this was after, or just while Lost was on. Yeah, 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 so yeah, like, yeah. that's what I liked about it is you were a part of the group of people that had no idea what was going on. So it was like, you were part of the story. And it was yeah. like, the cinematography was super cool yeah. and... It was, like, the, it was, it was a first-person perspective from yeah, there was yeah. Home handheld video. stuff in the first like half an hour of that movie, isn't there? I yeah. think it's there's like the a first, party like, 90% in the beginning. Of the there's movie. a lot of like good, yeah. like yeah, because it's like the the story is they're at like a going away party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this guy's going away, so he's like, I'm going to make this cool video for my friend, right. and then the, the monster strikes. Yeah, and I love that you never really see it. Like yeah. you don't actually know what's going on yeah. really ever. It's super scary and vibey. Yeah. Yep. And I liked the other two movies, too. The oh, one I with John Goodman. That was really good. Clo- that was Ten good. Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. That was also And I scary. know a lot of people didn't like the Cloverfield Paradox, Paradox. Yeah. but I liked it. Yeah, they were all fun. They were good. Cloverfield Paradox was probably the worst, though. I Agreed. I saw the first two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that was a good one. I like that. I, I like it. You said, I like that you don't see the monster. Yeah. That it's not like 20 minutes in, you're like, and this is the, you know, the antagonist. Or this yeah, JJ yeah. just knows his stuff. He knows, I mean, he knows how to... He knows intrigue. He knows yeah, intrigue right. yeah. exactly, especially around the lost time because that that's when that's when he was popping. He's the and master yeah. of the same intrigue kind of way, like, right? He is, yeah. Smoke monster Spinning and all that stuff. Where it's like you don't quite get to see the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. A little He's bit, so but maybe that. not. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to make a good movie. Yeah. All right. All right. My number two is Interstellar. Mm, I knew when you were asking me about it earlier, it was going to be on your list. It's my number two as well. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me because I was like, "Oh my god, that movie!" I didn't think at first that it would qualify as a disaster, but then I. Oh no! It and I was like, "Okay, actually, it's, not, this- it's actually on the wiki page. It it, <laughs> it made the official." Nice. Okay. Uh, Interstellar. What an incredible soundtrack! Oh my god. The soundtrack is so iconic. I was, I was actually talking about it with a coworker, uh, my coworker Sam today, and that organ. That'll get you. Um, The visuals are incredible. And I would say more than any other uh, disaster movie, this probably has some of the best science. Yeah, it's actually known for that. Exactly. And didn't they hire someone? Yeah, when it came out, they were saying that it might be the best depiction of a black hole that's ever been put on film. Yeah. Yeah. They did the real, they brought in somebody like the leading scientist who understands black holes. Yep plugged all of his equations into their super duper computers and then ran ran it and then that's what we see or like that's pretty cool that scene's a mind blower oh my god i actually watched that today i'll tell you the scene that super you watched f- it today yep you i did. watched a bunch of clips of it today so i'm ready for you the scene that blew my mind when i saw it i, I think it probably blew everyone's mind was they go down to the planet and if if you haven't seen this with the water with the water yeah. oh i watched this today too. they go down with the water they're down on that on that planet for like five minutes. Yep. It's, a, it's a super intense five Seven to ten years, minutes. an hour. Seven years, an hour? Yep. Yeah, and then they get back up, and the dude at, on the ship has aged like 30 years or something like that. That's crazy. And he's it like, I wait. 30. That's it the, was the, a long time. Like 14 one, right? years or something. He's, he's turned gray. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. The tidal wave one, right? 
the tidal wave yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And then they get back to the ship, and he's like, where were you guys? And they're like, we were, we were just there. Yep. We were only there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's oh like, I, I almost, I couldn't wait for you. Like, yep. I, I thought about leaving. That's Anne Hathaway, too. Oh, my gosh. Hell yeah. I love me some Anne Hathaway. This, yeah. The, the, mm. When she's not playing Catwoman. <laughs> no she's all right. Man, I thought. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, good science, incredible soundtrack, and amazing visuals. That, those are my three reasons. Uh, Christopher Nolan directed. Oh, yeah. Ba- who's maybe my favorite director. Very well shot. And for me, I cried in that movie a bunch of times. It's so emotional. And th- some, of the, some of the way they do, as you were just talking about, the way time shifts mm-hmm. for some people. Oh, yeah. Somebody's father could be younger than their daughter. I'm not trying to give them a... <laughs> <laughs> But just the way, just the way that the movie develops in that way. Yeah. For me personally, that's, it really struck a chord. Maybe it's, maybe it's because I have a kid or, or whatever, but the idea of parents and children and their relationship and the, the scene where, where McConaughey's watching, watching videos of his kids sending him messages. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And they're like, here's messages from the last. 20 years. He's like, like, oh shit. What? Well, play it from the start. And it's, uh, it's what's his nuts? It's, uh, uh, it's the younger brother actor, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, Matt Damon? No, the other guy. Ben Affleck? Affleck's little brother. Casey Affleck. Oh, Casey Affleck, oh, Casey yeah. Affleck plays yeah. his kid doing the messages. It's really, and, and Jessica Chastain? Yes. Plays the daughter in those mess. I cried, man. Oh, it's with the messages. A, it's, the messages will get you. Yeah, it's just a, it, it's a surprisingly emotional movie, and there's some what the hell is happening right now towards the end of the movie. Where oh I'm like, yeah, yes. Am I see? Am I understanding it to be this, or do I understand it to be? There's some. I don't. Let me go check out some. Let me see what other people thought of this. Yeah, yeah. That's an emotional movie that. and really well shot. Yeah, so well shot. Cool. Number two is the 1997 blockbuster, Dante's Peak. Nice. Oh, no, you didn't. Starring Pierce Brosnan. My favorite movie as a child. Really? I watched it constantly. This movie scared the hell out of me. Oh, I thought volcanoes were literally the worst thing that could possibly happen. (laughs) This is like my sheltered upbringing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's nothing worse than a volcano. Absolutely not. That's. I felt the same thing. It's It's the grandma scene. Oh, when she burns her legs in like the... Uh, um, she sacrifices herself. They're in this volcanic lake. In the There's, acid lake. In the oh, acid lake. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah. guys, I'm going to get out and, and save you. And they're like, what? And then grandma gets out and pushes the boat yes. and burns her legs. And I thought, no way. <laughs> Grandma's killing herself and burning her legs? To save the kids. Oh, my God. No, I couldn't do it. I That scared the pants off me. For <laughs> year. I'm still thinking about it now. I think about her, that grandma, to this day. 97, too. That's a, yeah. that's that's some good CGI, like good action stuff from that that uh, that year. It was pretty good. The tagline is "The pressure is building," <laughs> and I watched the trailer today, and it's got one of those like goofy voiceovers. Oh. It's like the guy is like, "A volcano is turning nature into a nightmare," <laughs> and it's just like the, the, that I would can't never fly that was a thing. now. I can't yeah, believe they that could was have a made that seem so scary that's in a trailer funny. today. Yeah. Yeah, but Pierce Brosnan, as I said, he's a volcanologist that no one trusts. He's in this town of Dante's Peak. 
he's, you know, doing the seismic activity and he's just like, oh, there's lots of sulfur in the water. And they find those bodies that burned in the... Nobody believes him. Yeah, no one believes him. It's... Classic disaster movie. Yeah, yeah. he's with Dennis Quaid and um, Paul Giamatti. They should all Again, form, <laughs> form a group. Paul Giamatti? <laughs> Seismologist. And Dennis Quaid for that matter, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So they're, they're all together. Um, Pierce Brosnan... Is so good in this movie, and you get to see him break his arm, and the bones pop out. Oh, yeah. And I just thought that was the grossest thing, but I kind of liked it. (laughs) And I watched it so frequently that I would, like, try and, like, you know, desensitize myself to seeing those bones pop out. Oh, I never, I could never do it. And that's, and that's Pierce in his prime. Like, that's when he was popping. That's when he he was hot Pierce Brosnan and all that. An attractive man. Not that he is an attractive man. Yeah. Okay, well, who's more attractive, Dwayne Johnson or Pierce Brosnan? Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. All the way, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> okay. like big muscles like yeah, yeah. that. Dwayne's like hunky, hot, but Pierce Brosnan is classic attractive. Okay, but yeah. who would you, who, uh, how about this? Who would you rather hang out with? Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne every yeah. day. Okay. You know, Jenna, like Pierce Brosnan is like her ultimate man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. But Pierce is probably kind of a dick, honestly. <laughs> You think yeah, yeah, he's probably not very nice. Yeah. Like if you ran into Dwayne at the airport, exactly. He'd be super cool. This is it. Pierce would pretend like he didn't know. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say he didn't know who you are. Like like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> unfortunately, go save you from a volcano. Dante's Peak only has twenty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is a mistake. Yeah, it's a poorly rated movie. Yeah. It was. It was it's early good. for that. <laughs> gen- it was early for that genre. Mm-hmm. People just that- didn't get it yet. <laughs> it's oh like God. it's like modern art. You just don't get it. You just don't understand that you just, Yeah, you just don't understand. Oh my God! And when they when the dog like disappears, oh, I was hoping and you then they're like bring up the dog, and they're like, "Come on, Bucky or whatever the dog's name is, like jump in the truck." And he jumps in the truck off of like the burning logs, and he's saved. Oh God. I'm saying Dante speaks too. It's about time. They should do is, it. Oh my gosh, that should be the tagline. Wait, is, Bro- is, <laughs> is Brosnan going to be in it? I think he should be, and he I think should, it should yeah. come or it should out be Dwayne. in no, 2027, no. like 30 years later. There you go. Don't you think? Which is yeah. actually how old he'll look. I'm going to tweet. It never actually Pierce. stopped. It was just dormant. <laughs> Lying in wait. He the volcano has point. woken. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan had some really good movies around the time. You're, and I'm not knocking Dante's, but he had a string of really, really well made movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, that's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> or Goldeneye is the one I'm mm, thinking of. Well. All right, my number one. And my winner is Gravity. Gravity. Ooh. Gravity. Oh, Gravity. Yeah. yeah, with Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most stressed I've ever been. Well, in a movie. To be fair, we saw it in IMAX 3D. That's oh my a gosh. tough one to watch, so, dude. That hurts There's a scene face. at the very beginning, like right when the event happens, and she's spinning. Oh my And the God. earth goes right past your ear. Nope. You zoom, see what zoom, she's zoom, seeing, and the zoom, earth goes zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. yeah. I, almost, I thought to myself, if this happens for another two or three seconds, I'm, I'm literally going to have to leave the theater. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, because I'm going to get sick. And like, the best part is that's realistic, right? Exactly. Like if you were, if yeah. you got spun in space, that's what it would be like. You can't just stop yourself. You can't just stop. Yeah. Yep. And that's, and then it started terrifying me because then that's happening. But while it's happening, it's like you see her getting smaller and smaller. And oh I was just, God. I was so stressed. And then event after ev- event. And it's just, it's absolutely, it just pummels you with 
with stress and action. It's just, it never relents. It never relents. And I remember at the very end of the movie, uh, which I won't say, but I, there was a, a, there was an exhale moment for me that was, it felt like I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's afraid of heights and I know John, you are too. And it's the same feeling I get when I get back down on the ground and I'm not high anymore where it's like, I'm, I'm so anxious when I'm high up. It's like this, it's like this terror in my heart. I can't just, it's terror. You've seen it. Yeah. It's terror in my heart. Like I feel like I'm going to die. And then you, you get on the ground and all you want to do is like hug the ground. That's right. That's, Yep. And that's how I felt yep. at the end of this movie. It's yep. like, I just want to hug the, the actual kissing the ground moment. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, disorienting. The visuals are amazing. There's a ton of amazing single shots. I don't, they must have done so much work to make the anti-gravity stuff look well, it's like as pretty real as it scientifically did. sound, isn't it? It is too. Yeah. 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 That's a good science movie. And a lot of, a lot of good acting because there's a lot of green screen in that. If you look at oh, how I they bet. shot a bunch of that, yeah. A, yeah. a big chunk of it is just, you know, it's like the acting with a with a tennis ball thing, like exactly. It's, and it's all her. Yeah, and alone she's alone. Too. Yeah, That's yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. even harder. You can't like play off somebody else. <sighs> she's not just a romantic comedy girl. She can do some other no. shit. I know that that she's got chops. Bumped dude. her up. Yeah, few, she's got chops. Few pegs, dude, for real. Cool. That's my number one. <sighs> I watched this movie. My here's my. Is this my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My number one. Oh my god! I watched this movie last night. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> Children of Men. Oh, okay. I considered that. Uh, yeah, and I'd only the only reason it didn't make my number five was because it, it fell into my action disaster category. <laughs> it's, 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 it's on the wiki page. <laughs> Directed same, same by director. Alfonso Calran. Oh, yeah. yeah the same guy that, that did right. Gravity. Yeah, same guy who did Gravity. Same guy exactly. who did Harry Potter 3, The yep. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yep, exactly. And he did uh, Roma from, Roma. Year, yeah. or from last year. Oh, yeah. Year. Children of Men is a is a masterpiece as far Comes as I'm out, concerned. Yeah, That's a five star. Uh, it takes movie. place in 2027. It came out in 2006, so it's a good it's a good 13 years old. Yeah, it takes place not That's too soon. far in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason I like this movie is because speaking of long shots, that movie is known for its long shots. That movie has, um, I believe, four different sequences which have unbroken shots that are more than three or four minutes. There's Whoa. one sequence that's like six or seven minutes. Long. That's the first time I ever noticed it ever in a film. In a film. Like as I was watching, I remember thinking at the time it was the first time that it ever happened to me. Where I was watching, and You're I was like, thinking to second. myself, "What is that? Yeah. What? It gives like, you they, anxiety." Yeah, they haven't changed. Where, where, where they're leaving town and they get attacked by the group of crazy folks coming down the hill oh, in the burning that scared car. The heck out That's of like me. a five minute shot. Oh, I can, and the I lady gets shot, and they're. I in need the, to rewatch this. Oh my gosh, you guys! It's so. There's good. so much about this movie that 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 wrecks me the uh, and i i'm sorry i can't remember the actor's name the guy who the main actor guy clive owen yeah yes clive owen thank you clive owen a masterpiece he does i'm afraid in the city um i don't give a crap anymore because it's apocalypse now and i'm just gonna drink myself to death i'm getting stoned with my buddy out in the country his acting is yep the way he the way even even the way that as the movie progresses, you know, so he's, he's, he, he's in this, in this kind of shitty post-apocalyptic, uh, situation. And as the movie progresses and as we learn, I'm not going to give away the movie, but as we learn more about what, what the main driver of the plot is and what he needs to do and all of these things, the way that he acts into that, the way that he, 
the way that his character progresses in that anxiety and in that, well, shit, I guess here I am. Mm-hmm. I, I, what else am I going to do? That? Oh, my God. That movie is brilliant and really well-directed. And I, I, since rewatching it, that movie doesn't stop. There isn't, there isn't a, a middle part that's a half an hour long where nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same with gravity. You just can't breathe. Yeah, there's just a lot. It's just like one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And there's a lot of, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. Oh, shit, I guess he's going to have to do. Da, 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 da. Yep. There's a lot of those moments in that movie. There's no run pee. There's no okay, run there's no pee. Run pee. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go run and pee during Zero this run. one. <laughs> and, and, and I will say, uh, for me personally, a satisfying movie start to finish. It doesn't, it's not like it's great, but then the ending, I'm like, oh, this like, is. It's satisfying all the way from beginning to end. And it's, very, it's an emotional movie. Great character development. If that were on my list, that would probably be my number one. I just didn't put it on my list because it didn't feel like the, the disaster was the subject. That was one of those ones where it was like, disaster has happened, and now there's just ensuing plot. But, it's, it's the, but I will say, it is the major backdrop in the foundation of the movie. It's in, the backdrop. Yeah, meaning, but they exist in that world. It's not like the thing happened and now they do other stuff. The thing happened and that's the world they exist in. Totally. You yeah, could I'm say not the same thing about Sunshine. The disaster happened. They're just going to go fix it. True, true. Yeah, but in in that case, they are fixing the disaster. It's more. I would say it's more integral in this one. And that's also why I didn't include Snowpiercer because it was like the the other stuff is the backdrop. Mm. Anyway, you thought movie. about this hard. I did. I thought about this hard. <laughs> hard. My number one is the core. <laughs> oh snap, Dizzle! The only way out is in. <laughs> That sounds like, what's the line in, in Lord of the Rings or something? Or the only way. I love that you have all the tags right. <laughs> so this came out in 2003, but I didn't get into it until about 2011. That's a great movie. 2003? Yeah. Aaron Eckhart is our star. Yeah. And he is a professor and geophysicist. And he goes to the center of the earth with a team of other smart people to get the core of the earth rotating again. And they do that with an atomic bomb or several atomic bombs, kind of like with sunshine. Sunshine. It's always an atomic bomb. Um, but what I like about this is they don't have to go to space to fix things. They go inward. <laughs> and there is so much bad science in this. Like the list <laughs> goes on forever. Like building the ship to get to the core is ridiculous. Like they go to that guy who is the shipbuilder and they're like, what will it take you to do it in three months? And he goes, $50 billion. And then Stanley Tucci goes, can I write you a check? Or like something really stupid. So dumb. There's so many stupid so, one-liners. Yep. Um, but my favorite part about disaster movies, as I mentioned, is seeing natural disasters. So there's this one scene where there's a lightning storm in Rome and it like lights up the Colosseum, and for some reason the Colosseum explodes, which <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Just but cause. it's so great. <laughs> just like I love watching people flee. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but the nice little twist in this movie is that we know why the core stops spinning. It's not like the sun burnt out, and we don't know why. Right. It's like we caused this to happen because of like military experimentation, Project <laughs> Destiny. Stanley Tucci. Stanley it's Tucci. Him. Give it's it up. him and the U.S. government. I don't think that counts as explaining it. It's just like, 
It's like adding well, an extra sentence. Like we caused it. Well, no, there's there's more information about what the testing was. You'll just have to go out and watch the movie. Okay. <laughs> you gotta rewatch it, Jay. Yeah. Um, Stanley Tucci, come on, let's go. And it. I'm sure the science behind it is very sound. Is what's his face in this? Is uh, Paul Giamatti also <laughs> no. a geologist in this? No, he wasn't in Dante's Peak. I think you thought he was in, in- core. No, I'm I'm going back to earlier. I think you thought I was saying Paul Giamatti was also in Dante's Peak and San Andreas. But he's not in. He's not in Dante's Peak. I was saying he should hang out oh. with Pierce oh. and the other guy, um, Dennis Quaid, as I like see. a support group of never being understood. Okay, now yep. I'm getting you. Yep, and yep. Aaron Eckhart, I feel like, could probably join that group too because it took a lot to convince like the world that they could go to the core and restart it. And Hilary Swank is an astronaut in this. She's go. super believable. Um, <laughs> early Hilary Swank, too. Yeah. She, and she's the youngest astronaut. And remember that opening scene? They're like, their trajectory is off course, so they have to land it in L.A. Yep. And she, like, quickly does the math and, like, decides, <laughs> decides where to land. And she's, like, this big hero, but it causes all this damage. Yep. Um, oh, I just dumb. love the predictability. But one of the things that I think they actually do really well is all of the characters when they all die because eventually pretty much all of them do like you actually kind of feel sad about it they did a really good job in a short amount of time to develop their characters Absolutely. and they all die in different very tragic Absolutely. ways Absolutely, yeah <laughs> what? it's a disaster movie brother yeah yeah except of course our heroes anyway just i used to watch the core frequently with my roommate sarah I don't know why we watched it constantly, but it was like, if we had nothing to do, we were like, didn't know what to watch. We were like, let's watch the core again. It's a good like hour or two of good entertainment though. Like, yeah. Yeah. It'll fill you up. Yeah. It's like, it's so bad that it's good and it's fun to watch. I'm True. entertained. True story. And no one's ever gone to the center of the earth before. <laughs> what we about Journey to the center of the earth? <laughs> we can't get more than, I think it's like 16 or 20 miles because of the heat and pressure. Currently like Unless science. you've got their drill. You know what I was going to say with you. is... In the abyss, yeah. they wouldn't have needed that like liquid oxygen situation if they just had the ship from the core, <laughs> because that can it's go so all hilarious. the way down into the Mariana's like, Trench. <laughs> sounds like a crossover movie. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> yes. With a Meg, too. <laughs> There's a Meg at the center of the earth. All right. In order, though, my number five was Sunshine. My number four was Your Name. My number three was San Andreas. My number two was Interstellar. And my winner is Gravity. Gravity. Five, The Day After Tomorrow, four, San Andreas, three, Cloverfield, two, Dante's Peak, and my winner is The Core. And mine were, I can't quite remember, but I think it was 2012 was number five, The Abyss was number four, Interstellar was, Sunshine was number three, Interstellar was number two, and Children of Men was my number one movie. (laughs) WALL-E, which is a disaster movie. Officially, it is. Wait, can I just hear you say it one more time? In terms of how Wikipedia determines it, (laughs) Wally is considered a disaster movie. A Wally? I'm sorry, Wally. Oh, versus Wally. Wally. Or yeah, what do you? No, he said Wally, and I I said Wally. I'm like uh, Waldashy. Yeah, thank you, Waldashy. So I'm not saying Wally, but I'm not saying Wall E. (laughs) Pause. Pause. Borat.